Today, we're talking about a truck that crashed into barricades near the White House, a deal to keep the Colorado River flowing, new laws in Florida, and other top news for Wednesday, May 24th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the verse of the week. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. Revelation 21, verse 4. Let's start with some espresso shots. Security in D.C. is on high alert this week. Monday night, a U-Haul truck rammed into barricades at Lafayette Square, a park across from the White House. Secret Service and Metropolitan Police arrested the 19-year-old driver on multiple charges, including threatening to kidnap or harm the president, VP, or their families. Law enforcement believes the Missouri teen intentionally crashed the rented truck, which was mostly empty, but contained a Nazi flag. No one was injured. The Pentagon was also hit Monday with a faux-plosion. Bloomberg Feed, which isn't a real news organization despite its blue checkmark, tweeted an AI-generated image of a blast that was as fake as the Pope's puffy coat. Authorities confirmed it was a hoax, but the post quickly went viral, even causing a brief dip in the stock market. The account has since been suspended. We live in a sinful, broken, and unfair world that is marred by sin. Even as we work and pray for peace, we can take comfort knowing that this is not our home, and through Christ, all things will ultimately be made right. Job 12 verse 10 says, The life of every living thing is in his hand, as well as the breath of all humanity. A historic deal between seven states has been struck to keep the Colorado River flowing, at least through 2026. The Colorado River provides water to roughly 40 million people in the U.S. and Mexico and powers several major dams. Officials have been concerned the river is headed for Deadpool status, when levels dip so low water doesn't flow through dams, not when it starts fighting crime. However, an unusually wet winter and this deal have optimism flowing again. California, Arizona, and Nevada have agreed to conserve 6 million Olympic swimming pools worth of water by 2026, and federal funding from the Inflation Reduction Act will compensate some farmers, tribes, cities, and other water users that agree to cuts. While much celebrated, the deal is only a short-term fix, and negotiations for a post-2026 agreement are already underway. Here's a verse to consider when thanking God for providing for our every need, whether we deserve it or not. He causes his sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Matthew 5, verse 45. Florida, home to alligators, a good hockey team, ironically, and some divisive new state laws. The NAACP Board of Directors has issued a travel advisory for Florida, saying it's openly hostile towards African Americans, people of color, and LGBTQ individuals. New education policies, including banned books and restrictions on college diversity programs, sparked the move, which Governor DeSantis called a stunt. Governor DeSantis is also defending a new law that says he will help protect Americans from the influence of the Chinese Communist Party. Under the law, citizens of China and six other countries cannot purchase property within 10 miles of any military installation or critical infrastructure. A group of Chinese citizens living in Florida has filed a lawsuit, saying it violates federal housing discrimination laws. DeSantis is expected to announce he's running for president tonight on Twitter, alongside Elon Musk. 
Regardless of where you live, your age, what person or political party is in power, or what you think of these new laws, our command is the same. Love God and love others. Jesus says in Matthew 22, verse 37 through 39, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by The End of the Road. Imagine your longest day of travel, then keep going. The End of the Road podcast explores what God is doing in some of the most remote, travel for a day by canoe through jungle places on the planet. Each week you hear an interview about places you'll likely never go, cultures you'll likely never experience, with people you'll likely never forget. It's part adventure travel, part extreme mission, and entirely worth your time to listen. Find The End of the Road wherever you listen to podcasts. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Still no deal, Howie. President Biden and Speaker McCarthy have not reached an agreement to keep Uncle Sam from hitting his head on the debt ceiling. But McCarthy said he's optimistic. They're running low on time. Lawmakers require 72 hours to review any bill. Then it must pass the House and Senate before returning to Biden for his signature. Zuckerberg's dorm room project was just fined a record $1.3 billion by Ireland's Data Protection Commission for violating EU data privacy regulation. The issue stems from Meta's practice of transferring data between servers in the US and EU, which have differing privacy standards. Meta said it plans to appeal. The Denver Nuggets broke out the brooms Monday night, sweeping the LeBron James-led LA Lakers 4-0. Superstar Nikola Jokic led the Nuggets to their first-ever NBA Finals, making ridiculous shots and earning his eighth playoff triple-double, at least 10 points, assists, rebounds of this postseason, breaking Wilt Chamberlain's 1967 record. E. Jean Carroll says former President Trump's response to being found liable of defaming her was to defame her more. On Monday, Carol sought to amend her lawsuit, demanding at least an additional $10 million for the former president's post-verdict remarks, which included calling Carol a whack job with made-up allegations during a CNN town hall. Yesterday saw the largest attack on Russian soil since the war began. Moscow says they killed more than 70 insurgents and destroyed four armored vehicles in Russia's Belgorod region. Russia insists the fighters were Ukrainian, but Kyiv denies involvement, and two anti-regime Russian paramilitary groups have claimed credit for the attack. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Friday.